Hashem, we have the gift of beginning a, a new day. We have the gift of, of renewing ourselves and starting again and having the ability to approach our day in the proper way, which is as we begin every, every morning, Moda Ani Lefanecha, Moda, we begin with thank you, Hashem. When a person realizes the, the gift of life, when a person realizes the gift of being able to open your eyes, see the gift of being able to feel, even, even when a person has challenges, it's the gift to realize that Baruch Hashem, that, that, uh, that, uh, that I have uh, challenges. That's, that's also a big bracha. When a person realizes that, that Baruch Hashem, they say over a story, I once heard from, uh, not heard, I read it, uh, Rabbi Tversky said over, says once he came, he was in Eretz Yisrael, he was in Yerushalayim, I think he said by the, by the, by the Kotel, by the Kosel, and he was uh, asked an Altayid, an old Jew, he asked him for a bracha, and uh, the old Jew gave him a bracha. The Alta Yid gave him a bracha, and he says you should have a lot of. He says you should have a lot of worries. He says, I asked you for a bracha. I didn't ask you for a curse. What, what do you think? You should have a lot of worries. You should have a lot of, you know, something like that. So he says, he says, he says when a person has a real, real problem, when a person has a real, real problem, that's a real terrible problem. He doesn't think about anything else. The only thing he thinks about is that problem. It's the only thing he thinks about. It takes over his life. When a person has a real problem, it takes over his life. His life stops, and that becomes everything. So he says the bracha is, the bracha is, is that you should have a regular day. A regular day means you have this problem, and you have that worry, and you have this, and you have regular, regular life in, in itself, and some, sometimes, it could be challenging. So even just the regular traffic, a person gets frustrated with traffic. He gets frustrated that he can't find his socks. He gets frustrated that uh, you know, uh, his uh, roommate, his spouse, his whatever, whoever, whoever is your roommate, right, is, is doing this, or whether the, it's raining outside, or there's uh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, those are, your, those are your challenges. That in itself, is a big bracha, and the truth is, even somebody who really, really struggles with something, as a uh, you know everything, just a person having in the sayon, and being alive, and having the ability to think about Hashem, having the ability to have a muna, having the ability to to uh, change, to grow, to to face who you are, to think about who you are. Right? That's a, it's a tremendous, tremendous bracha. Tremendous bracha um, for, for each and every one of us. And of course the Yetzirah doesn't want us to, to live life like that. The Yetzirah wants us to focus on what's missing. The Yetzirah wants us to focus on what's negative. The Yetzirah wants us to focus on yesterday, what happened yesterday. The Yetzirah wants us to focus on what's going to be tomorrow. The Yetzirah always wants us to be distracted from the beauty and the incredible opportunity we have to be alive and the incredible opportunity that a person, especially a Jew, we're living in Eretz Yisrael, 
we're, 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 we're walking, the weather is beautiful, person's in yeshiva, person has three meals a day, a person has so many brachas, a person has so much bracha, a person has so much bracha, it's almost like ein balanes makir benisa, it means that the person who the, the miracle happens to him, he himself doesn't recognize how great of a nice it is that, that the way we live, the way, the, way, the way we live in this world, how much chesed, the amount of chesed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for each and every one of us, every day, every day there's so much chesed. And when a person lives like that, when a person lives as a Yehudi, is Malashin Yehuda, Malashin Yehuda, Hoida, a Jew, the Chadush Yerim says a Yehudi is called a Yehudi because he's always thankful. He, only, he always realizes I have such bracha, I have such chesed for everything. When a person lives like that, it says happy people are not the people who are thankful. It's the thankful people who are happy. If you're a thankful person, that creates happiness. Whenever someone is not happy, whenever someone is not happy inside, the way for a person to create happiness within himself, the way for a person to, to push himself for happiness is when he starts having gratitude. And you start realizing all the blessings and all the chesed that a person has. So with that in mind, we begin with purity of speech because one of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest curses that can happen to a person, one of the greatest person, curses that can happen to a person is the fact that he doesn't, doesn't focus on himself and he's always obsessed with everybody else. And he could have everything. The guy could have everything that he, that, he, that he needs. He could have so much chesed. He could have so much blessing. But what's the problem? The problem is he's so busy worrying about everybody else. He's so busy looking at everybody else is that he can't even enjoy the beautiful things that he has, all the gifts he has. So Lashon Hara is the pshat. Lashon Hara is not just that I'm saying Lashon Hara. It's not just Lashon Hara. It's that I, my, my focus is on other people. My focus and my feeling good about myself. Right? As we know, the Maral says that there are four people who are considered dead. Chazal, not the Maral. The Maral explains it. Right? There are four people who are considered dead. And one of them is somebody who's a Mitzorah. Because he spoke Lashon Hara. Why is, that, why, is that, why is it like he's dead? Because the shot is is that a dead person can't give. A dead person can only receive. A dead person can't give. A dead person only receives. The person who's speaking Lashon Hara is a shot that I need everything and I need my happiness. I need all the things to come from other people. If I don't put somebody down, I won't be happy. If I don't put somebody down, I won't do well in business. If I don't put someone down, I won't be able to feel good about myself. I won't be able to feel good about myself unless I push other people and I talk about other people. I, can, I can't represent myself as a person unless I talk, and this can happen socially with a lot of people, is that you're forced socially to be accepted so a person's willing to talk Lashon Hara, a person's willing to be nichshal and speak about other people so that other people will socially accept them. And that's something that's a Nisayan. It's a big Nisayan. Because if you have to be funny, you have to be cute, sorry, you have to make a, a good remark, right? You want people to say, you know, to laugh. You're one of the chevra. 
So you have to put down someone. But the pshat is, the morale says, is that a person who's alive, a person who's truly alive, is a person who doesn't need to talk about anybody. He does not need to focus on anything. The only thing he's doing to other people is he's giving of himself, of, of, of goodness, of himself to other people. He's giving love to other people. He's giving shefa to other people in physically and spiritually. He's a giver. He's a giver, he's a giver, he's a giver. That's one of the reasons why the transition from an 18-year-old from high school till you get married is one of the most challenging times for a person. The reason it's challenging is because you go from a taker to a giver. You become from dependence to independent. One of the hardest things for a person to become, and scary, is to become independent. You become independent, and he wants to be dependent on other people. He's dependent on, on this person. He's dependent on his friends. He's dependent on his parents. He's dependent on, on so many other things, as opposed to learning to become independent in order to be mashpi, in order to give and to give and to give. Yes, Nisano. So why do I, I mean, when I was a teenager, when I was like, 12, 13, 14, Exactly, because you're so dependent. Exactly. The reason people rebel, the reason people are rebellious, most of the time is because they want to be independent. That's why teenagers rebel. The reason teenagers rebel is because they want, they, they, they feel so dependent. The reason somebody rebels is they're so dependent that they got to they gotta break out. I got to break out. I got to change the color of my shirt. I got to change the color of my hair. I gotta, I gotta be free spirited. I gotta be free spirited because I feel so dependent. When a person's very dependent on on things, so he, he, it's an uncomfortable feeling. You don't want to be dependent, especially as you get older. The older you get, and the more dependent you are, and it right, it says a gadol shulchan aviv. The Gemara says somebody who is a a thirty five year old guy who is dependent on his father's, right? He still lives in the basement, right? At 35 years old, we're not judging anybody, right? But, right, he's uh, cutting. He's, he's considered uh, a little child. And then if you have a, a cutting, who's ain't a saimah chashulchan havin, he's a gadol, right? Independence, and it's, and, it's, and it's beautiful. It's hard, it's hard. But, but a balashan hara, somebody or not, just balashan hara, Lashon Hara, speaking about another person means I get, my, I get my excitement and I get my happiness through other people. That's, that, that's what it is. I need to put somebody else down in order for me to feel good. I need to push somebody down for me to feel good. I can't feel good within myself. And that's why we learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara. To remind ourselves that that's a lie. It's not true. It's not true. It's the exact opposite. I actually have so much ability to be happy within myself. Just the Yitzhahara blocks that. Yitzhahara blocks my ability to connect to myself. And when the Yitzhahara blocks the ability to connect to myself and to love myself and to be, and to be true to myself, and to be, it doesn't mean you can't accept the fact that, okay, I, I might be sad. I might have different, different parts of me that have, that have anxiety, that have this, that good. That doesn't mean that you can't accept the challenges that you have. Adarabha. That, that is developing a relationship with yourself, realizing 
that I have all of these things, but I'm together with myself, right? You could realize that someone has a problem, but I'm with you. I'm with you. We're going to get through this problem. So too, when you realize that I have this problem, but I'm with you, we're going to get through it. I have a problem with, with my mother. I have a problem with my father. I have a problem with my, whoever, myself. Uh, we're going to get through it together. As opposed to, I can't get through it. I'm not going to be able to get through it. I don't know how to get through it. And the only way for me to survive is to start pushing everybody down. This is a problem. That one's a problem. That's a thing. That's a thing. And I'm left alone being the only standing uh, sane person. But I know that that's not true. We all know that that's not true. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll learn the halacha. And then I'm excited because we're starting uh, Anava, Humility in the Masil Sharm, which is incredible. Which is very exciting. Question, comments, and then we'll, then we'll learn the halacha. Anybody have any question, comments? Please. Masanal again, yes. All right, yeah. Right. Oh, you said that's what you said? Yeah. I saw a cover bit. All right. The Chavaz Chaim doesn't say it. It's a Chazal. The Gemara says it. The Chazal says it. I think it's a Gemara. Chaz. Pashup Shad is. Right? I'll get it in a second. Pashup Shad is. Right? Let me first get you the Chazal that you're talking about. The Chazal is right here. It says. Um, uh, it's a yeah, Gemara and Erechin, Gemara of Lashon Hara, as well as Hara. Call him a Sapa Lashara, Kiilu Kaifer Beiker. Right, the Pashup shot in, and that is very simple. If you believe in Hashem, right, you believe in Hashem, so you believe that Hashem made this person, He created this person. There's a Din Vechesben for Hashem in that person. Right? You're talking Lashon Hara, you're like, what, 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 what is your, it's like, what, 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 is he, what does he have to do with you? Like, what, what, is, what is what he's doing? You believe that Hashem has a cheshben for him, maybe Hashem will take care of him. You believe that, that you know what I'm saying? That's one aspect you could say. Say one aspect, what, what, what's in your business, what he's doing? Hashem will, take, Hashem will take care of whatever he has to take care of with him. Why you have to put him down to... T- to tell other people about him that you're, you have a Muna, or you could go this way. You have a Muna that this person's supposed to hurt you, supposed to get hurt from Hashem. So he hurt me. Okay. I, I, if it wouldn't be him, I would stub my toe. What's the difference? When a person has a Muna, he has no reason to talk about anybody. For no reason, he's, he's, uh, he has everything. As we'll learn tomorrow, Mir Hashem, in the Gra, the Gra says that that's. His stop because the midah of Amuna is, is everything. Because when you have Amuna in Hashem, you'll never get angry. You won't do any Averis. You won't do anything. Because the only reason you do things is because we don't have Amuna. Hashem's going to, right? A person steals. Why? Oh, where am I going to get my money from? Oh, I rely on Hashem. I don't have to steal. A person gives into his tithes. Why do I have to give into my tithes? Do I believe that Hashem will fill up my tithes? Sure. No problem. If I believe that everything is from Hashem, then, then that's, that's one of the reasons they say that it's Kilo Kafar Bekha. Yes, Shlomo. Uh, I wanted to add, this is something that I noticed personally when speaking about the transition from dependence to independence. Nice. It's, it's, also, it's also very important to remember that it's okay to ask for help. Like a lot of times where I want to be feeling like really dependent, really self-reliant, and 
Like, I've made mistakes in the past because I want to feel so independent that, that like, I'll make a mistake. And I really couldn't have gotten the answer, but I wanted to, like, prove to myself that I'm valid and self-reliant, and I could have asked for help. Sometimes it's okay. All right. Beautiful. 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 I, I, I love, first of all, I love your openness about yourself saying that. Um, Shlomo is like one of the, he's like my, he's like one of the, my heroes now. He's like, you're, you're like uh, unbelievable, Shlomo. Really, you're, you're unbelievable. So impressive. He just came to Yeshiva. It's just so impressive your, your uh, openness and you want to work on yourself and you're, you have amazing things to say. I, I, I'm, I'm very impressed with you. Um, I want to say on the independence and dependence and what you're saying, and I've spoken about this before, and that is that, that um, um, dependent people have trouble asking for help because they're, they're self-conscious and they're so dependent that it's like they're, that, that's what you're saying a little bit. Like you're saying the independent person can begin to say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm dependent. Independent, I know we're going to now we're gonna start getting with the words. Independent doesn't mean I can do everything by myself. It doesn't mean I can do everything by myself, right? A married person, right? I've said this before. A guy, who's, a guy who owns a company with, with a thousand employees is dependent on all of his thousand employees. But he's more independent than a homeless guy who's... Doesn't have you would think, oh, that guy's independent. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a bank account. He doesn't have anything going on. He's the most independent. He doesn't need, right here, I need my bank account. I need them to send me the ATM card. I need them, right? So it's not about, it, it, it appears differently than, than the, way, the way you would think. An independent person can ask for help. A dependent person has trouble. Part of that is, just to talk it out a little bit, part of it is, is that the struggle, and this is alias, and you read this with Hashem as well, right? A person always wants, right? You, you know how you teach a, 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 there's a famous, a famous way how you teach a child how to walk. Right? How do you teach a child how to walk? Right? You teach a child how to walk by, by uh, taking a little bit step back, and then the child will wobble a little bit, fall down. Right? If you constantly hold the child, and this is true. If you constantly hold the child, the child will never learn how to walk. Never. Constantly hold the child. The second you put a child down and you take a step back and the child falls and wobbles, that's how, how the child learns how to walk. So independence, when Hashem leaves us, Hashem pulls away from us and we feel like, oh my gosh, where are you, Hashem? But Hashem is doing to us is he wants to help us become more independent. He wants us to learn how to become independent because we feel good about ourselves when we're independent as opposed to if Hashem would just carry us the entire time and just you'd feel perfect the entire time. You'd feel like it's Matzah Yom Kippur. You feel like it's Ni'ilah time. You feel like it's Yom Kippur. You feel connected the whole time. So then a person like that a person like that will never, ever, ever develop. develop. What a person needs to go through constantly is that's why we have ups and downs. That's why a person has good days and he has bad days in order to help him create his independence. Okay, beautiful. Okay, let's, uh, let's learn the halacha. 
So ultimately, ultimately, when a person wants to try and strive for, um, um, for, 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 for getting his own, getting, get, learning how he can become a person who looks to himself, and he looks to himself, and he says, I want to be happy, I want to be free, I want to set my schedule, I want to be someone who, who is totally, totally, totally able to be a giver. Because independence is a way that a person can then give to other people. You could be from the givers. You could be as the Chaim Velazhin, as it says in Akadama, is that that's what his father said, that that's the purpose of being on this planet. The purpose of being on this planet is that we're able to give and be mashpia to other people. Not that we have to go ahead and have other people be mashpia on us. We don't want other people to be reliant on other people. We want other people to be reliant on us. We want to uplift other people. That's, our, that's one of our goals. So says the Chavetz Chaim, um, we did this yesterday, says the Chavetz Chaim, um, discussing a person's negative history. You are not allowed to talk about someone, we're on page 45, day 13. You're not allowed to talk about someone's past negative traits even though you are saying that the person changed for the better and does not have these traits anymore. And a person has to be very careful because sometimes you mean to compliment the person, but nevertheless, you don't end up complimenting him by saying, look how far he's come. This guy used to be you know, doing X, Y, and Z. You have to be very careful. Even though you're trying to make the person feel good right, by saying, oh, look how great of a person this guy is, but look what he's done Look, you, you should have seen what he, what he was doing a few years ago. Now, many people say, oh, but it could be inspiring, right, when you hear about what somebody did, right, years ago. Okay, but you have to ask that person permission if he's okay with that. You go ahead and say, oh, this guy used to, you know, do this, and he used to do that, but now he, he got himself together. You say that publicly, or you tell it to someone. That's Lashon Hara, says the says the Chavetz Chaim. When is it permissible to reveal a person's negative actions. Chaim tells us that if we want to keep our, um, if you want to keep, let's say, your um, ch- child or someone away from a bad influence, then you are allowed to say something about, I guess this goes into Ellis, right? That you're allowed to say, um, you know, please uh, be careful hanging around this person. I don't know if this person is necessarily good for you. Right, this person acts a certain way, and if you say it in a way that I'm not trying to say Lashon Hara, we can't judge the person, we can't judge the way this person dresses or acts or this, but I think it's better if you stay away from the person in a situation like that, um, that is something that is permissible. Um, okay, the rest is Lituelis. So again, Discussing a person's negative history, even if you mean it in a positive way, have to be very careful. Sometimes people want to compliment someone. Wow, this guy's awesome. You should have seen what he looked like two, three years ago. You got to be careful with that. That could be Lashnara. And the second thing is, is that if you are warning someone to hang out with somebody who might be a, 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 a bad influence, in that case, it could be you could mention something. But to say, I'm not trying to put the person down. I just want to share that with you. Michael, you had a question? Yeah, why? Yes. 
Right, that's a great question. I, w- I would say that if a person <coughs> is saying something about himself, um, <coughs> you have to be careful what, what specifically you say. So the Rambam, I mean, it's a Gemara, it says, and that how many you're let, because it's almost like you're going, you're saying against Hashem. Oh, I used to rebel against Hashem. The person has to be careful how he says it. A person could say, you know, I, I'm, I, I've been through things, you know, on a personal level. He could say, you know, I, I used to this, but you have to be careful. You have to be sensitive to yourself also. I like that. Very good point, Michael. Very good point. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, Shlomo. That's a great question. You're saying because deep down it does bother you. Yeah. But you gave him permission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's a great question. I don't know. He's asking the question because it's a responsibility to know like they want to see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's a good question. Right. Or, or you could go ahead and just say maybe I, or you could say I'm not I'm, I'm really not comfortable. But yeah, I don't know. It's great. Oh, Shlomo. Yeah, I like that. I don't know. It's a great point. I think the key, and I say this all the time, of, of course we don't, nobody wants to talk Lashadara. We don't want to. But just this conversation, just learning the halachas every day, just gives you an awareness and sensitivity. And then Hashem will give you the siyata deshmaya. Hashem will help. Is that we're trying the best we can. We, nobody wants to talk about other people. Nobody wants to. That's not what it's about. Just we, we're, we're, we have weaknesses to us. And we have triggers, and we're, we have habits, and we're, we're stuck sometimes, and we don't think sometimes, and that gets us into trouble a little bit, and we, you know, just being aware, and just knowing, and also knowing spots, knowing spots that bring out Lashon Hara, knowing people, right? Uh, how does it go, Mayor? People, places, what is it? People, places, and things. People, places, and things. Right? You have to know which people are going to, are going to trigger you to speak Lashon Hara. Which places are you going to? That's why I always speak at, my, at the Shabbos table. That's why I always speak at my dinner table. Whenever my family, whenever we get together as a family, the first thing I pull out, right? Not the first thing. Usually, uh, you know, uh, whatever. But I try to pull out as fast as I can or as soon as I can. Why? Because I don't want to ever sit with my family, especially with my family. The last thing I want to speak to my family about is somebody else. Last thing I want to speak to my family about is somebody else. I want to speak about my family. I want to speak about my wife to her. I want to speak to my child about him or her to her. I want to talk about us here. Why would I want to spend the most precious, beautiful, amazing, incredible time at the Shabbos table with my family, with my wife, with my children, and actually be talking about, you know, some other person, how they're a not a good person, like, like, 
I'm like, that's the life I'm living? Oh my goodness. That's, you know, I want to I wanna enjoy the most beautiful thing that Hashem gives a person, a wife, a children, a family. I'm going to waste that on talking about, you know, politics or talking about other people. Heaven forbid. So, so that's places. That's places and people and then things, right? I guess things, I guess, that trigger a person. Um, I'm not sure where that would apply, but, but, but everyone understands that concept. So Hashem will help us all. Let's begin a little bit of Anava. Um, it's already 10.30. I want to stop in a few minutes. Um, let's begin the parak about Anava. One of my favorite um, prakim, it's a few prakim, in the Mesilz Yisharim, because it's exactly, it's like the opposite of what many people think what Anava is. People misunderstand Hashem should help us all. We should be saved from, from Lashon Hara, from Rechilas, from listening, from speaking. And we should be Zoha, all of us, to only see the beautiful things within each other and within ourselves and, and, uh, and our families. Amen. Okay, so we're up to the 22nd parak, of which is Anava. Unbelievable. Says, says the Ramchal. Um, just to give a little intro, maybe we'll, we'll see if we'll actually read read the words of the Ramchal, but basically um, uh, two, two points to this introduction of humility. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes that people make about humility is they, they uh, mix it up with, uh, with feeling low about yourself. Um, they mix it up with not having confidence. They think that a humble person doesn't have confidence. They think that a humble person is not a leader. A humble person, right, you have to be loud, you have to be, um, um, you have to have uh, ego, you have to be strong, you have to be sort of, we have this image of the humble person is like a nebuch. He's a nebuchal humble person. He walks a certain way, he, you know, he doesn't walk, you know, with, uh, with uh, confidence, whatever it might be. We have these images in our brains about what humility is and what gaiva is, right? And um, usually they're, they're really very much, a lot of times they're, they're, they're actually the opposites. Uh, when you think about the leaders, as the Ramchal is going to say, when you think of the leaders of the Jewish people, Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu, one of the greatest leaders of the entire world, Abraham. Who doesn't know about Avram? Abraham. What did Avram Avinu in this week's parasha? I don't know if it says in this week's parasha, right? But, but what does Avram Avinu say? Right? Avram Avinu says, Anoichi, Afar, Ve'efer. He's the humble of, of them all. Anoichi, Afar, Ve'efer. So how is Avraham such an amazing, amazing leader? Moshe Rabbeinu. Who doesn't know Moses in the world? Who doesn't know Moshe Rabbeinu? What did Moshe Rabbeinu say? Ma. Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, is the humblest of them all. So how could it be the greatest leaders? David Melech. We know David Melech, King David. Who doesn't know King David? David Melech, the warrior, the warrior King David. David Melech, Melech Hamashiach, right? The power, a leader. Talking about the king, the king of the Jewish people. Anoichi tolas loish. I'm like a worm. I'm just but a worm. I'm so humble. So our definition of humility is very different than the truth. And when a person realizes that it's humility which makes you great, and it's great people who are so, so humble, 
It's great people who are the people who are, who are connected to themselves. They're not afraid, as Shlomo was saying, they're not afraid, a humble person, a humble person can go ahead and can say, I need you to help me. Maybe that's what it is, Shlomo, it just hit me. Maybe if a humble person could be very independent, but he's humble by saying, you know what? You know what? I need help. There's nothing wrong with saying it. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that there's a problem. I need, I need you to help me. I need you to be there for me. I need, you know, I say in relationships with husband and wife, most of the problems come that a person's afraid to say what they need. I need love. I need you to talk. It hurts me when you say things to me. I get insulted, right? When you, if you tell, right, especially when you're a teenager, 18, you can't tell someone, you know, you hurt my feelings, right? Why, why not? You hurt my feelings. You know, I'm, I'm, you know it, hurt, it bothers me when you say that, right? So that's humble. That's humble when a person is able to be honest with himself. Ramchal is going to say, he's going to say the gaiva, right? Actually, he says it by gaiva in Nikias. I'll quote for you what he says about the Balgaiva. He says, the ego, the ego man, the man who's so into ego, is he says, what happens is, let me just get the quote, Eina Gaiva Livarum. It's you're blinded. He doesn't know the truth. He's not in touch with himself. He doesn't know his strengths. He doesn't know his weaknesses. So gaiva is sheker, and humility is emes. And he's tuned in to the truth. And you know what? If somebody has gifts, if somebody has a, a gift that he's talented, and he runs away from the talent, then, he, then, then he's not humble. He's not humble. If you run away from the gifts that Hashem gives you, when you run away from who you are, that is is a, a, a disconnect with truly y- yourself. That's a, the ego. Ego is etching God out. E-G-O. Etching God out. Ego is, it's not about God. A humble person could go ahead and say, everything that I have, I could be smart, I could be good looking, I could have people like me, I could be popular, I get this. But you know what I know? That's from Hashem. And Hashem gifted that to me. Hashem made me a great guy, so I could strengthen other people. But to say, yeah, I'm not such a great guy. Shem gave me kokos that I'm sensitive, I'm good in learning, I'm this, I'm good at this, I'm good at that. That's a gift from Hashem. He gave it to me for a reason. That's why Hashem gave it to me. Yes, Moshe. And we'll wrap up. Like you said, that yes. it's the best form of gaiva when you have a job that you're suitable for and fulfill it with obviously humbleness. You give the example of the mission when everybody, all the builders were saying, I'm the best, I'm the best. Correct. That's what wants you to do. Right. Correct. Beautiful. Right. It's true. When a person when a person goes ahead, when a person when a person does the job that he is given to do, and a person fulfills his mission, and a person says, This is what I'm here to do, this is what I'm meant to do. And everybody has a different job, everybody has a different mission. Everybody has a different calling. And that's sometimes what bothers us because we want to be somebody else. We want to be something else. The ego, what ego does is that it makes me very self-conscious with other people. 
right? The Balgaiva has to be everywhere. He has to please everybody. Everybody has to accept him. He has to be with this person and that person and that person and that person. If there's one thing that's off, he's a wreck. The humble person is very much in his own space. And he's able to be by himself. He's able to be with himself. He's not dependent on everyone else liking him. He's not dependent on everybody else's approval. He's able to be in his own space. Okay, yes, Rafael, and then we're going to wrap up. Yes. What's the fight in the words here? Yeah, we'll get to that. Right. So we'll get we'll get to that. I wanted to give more of an intro. The, the the concept of that is is when a person when it when he's when he um, is full of himself, uh, the humble person um, when he realizes it's from Hashem, and 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 he realizes that that he is. Uh, in, it sounds like he's saying it's a negative thing. The second that you so you're, it's dangerous in the Correct, because it's dangerous. Why doesn't he spell it out and say that it's all meant from Hashem? Once you think that, once you understand that's from Hashem, right, 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 right. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it in the Lushan where, 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 why he, I, I agree with you. I, I agree that in his Lushan he's saying that, but we, we could talk that out. I don't know if it's for, for this year, we could, we could talk it out, but, it, but it's a good point. Correct. It, it is dangerous because, it, because it's a fine line. For a person to be able to feel that he has something, but, but to realize it's from Hashem. It's, a da- it's dangerous. It's very dangerous for a person. And remember what level we're on. We're a post Hasidus, we're before Yerashchet, we're at the end of the Mesil Shashan. So the uh, humble person, the true humble person, as we're going to see, the Amarayim says, I thought I was humble until I met so and so. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not, it's not but, but, the, but, but it's a good question. Right? It's a good question. Um, as far as we're concerned, we'll, we'll, we're going to wrap up now. Um, the, the, just to, just to uh, end off, that uh, Hashem, Mayor, I'll, I'll have you say the line because I think you'll say it, um, say it better or quicker. Or you have it with the thinking less of yourself or thinking of yourself less. That's from you, Mayor. Let's, yeah? Right, so humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's not about thinking of myself that I am nothing, that I'm nobody, but it's more thinking of other people. And the twist is a little bit of what you were saying. The fine line is, am I thinking of other people in relation to me, how they view me, or am I focused on how I can do for other people? When you think of yourself less, then you're able to just be focused when you, when you here, I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of, of some business advice. The, the, the greatest um, successful, forget about greatest, to be a successful business person, to make money, to, to provide a service, to be successful, is that you're focused on the customer. The customer is always right, customer service, service. I'm serving. Avraham Avinu served. Moshe Rabbeinu served. David HaMelech served. Great people, leaders, are people who serve people. People who are successful in business are people who serve people. Everyone says, oh, money, 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 money. 
No, I'm serving people. If you serve people, the money will come because people like to pay for services. And the better you are at servicing people, and think of any great, uh, uh, rich, wealthy, successful, even in the secular world, even the, in the, not in the Jewish world. The people who are successful are people who serve other people. It's not about a position that a person holds. It's not about your position. Positions don't mean that you're serving people. When you serve people, that is leadership. Leadership is not a position. Leadership is the more you serve people. Having a successful business is not how much money you make. Having successful business is how many people you serve. How many people are you tuned into? And when a person is able to be humble, then a person is able to focus, how can I serve my roommate? How can I help my roommate? How can I help the person next to me? How can I be? And sometimes helping the person next to you could be, I don't know, I gotta focus on myself. The best thing I can do for the guy next to me is I can be happy myself. Because when I smile, he'll smile. If I'm doing well, he'll be doing well. Hashem will help us all. We should all be zocha to continue to grow. Be zocha to to uh, try somehow to be comfortable and happy with who we are. To learn who we are. That is the key. I was gave, I gave a share last night to the alumni, and I was talking about Noah and Avram, and I was saying we, we we live in a time where where we we it's so important to over and over. I I, I want to talk about it more and more. You got to learn yourself. You have to learn how to learn yourself. You have to know yourself. You have to know what makes you tick. You gotta know, don't get upset when you get triggered. Don't get upset, don't get upset, like I'm telling you not to get upset, but I'm saying there's no reason when a person's triggered, there's no reason when a person has anxiety, there's no reason when, you're, when you have a bad day, there's no reason when you give in to your desires, there's no, it, there's no reason to be upset about that. It's normal to be upset about that. But learn yourself. Learn yourself. Why am I giving into this desire? Why is it, right? Speak to somebody. Ask for help. Ask for help. Someone came to me last night. We were speaking yesterday in the evening, right? And I had a, uh, it was actually my uh, meeting after, right? I, I was, uh, I, 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 I met, I had a, a conversation yesterday with, uh, it was a great meeting with, uh, Bibi Netanyahu, and I said to the person who I met, it was the first person who I met when I came back to Yeshiva. I'm not going to say his name publicly because he might be upset, but may, maybe, maybe I will because I love him so much. And I said to the person, I wasn't saying it to make him feel good, and I'm saying it publicly here. I, the person spoke to me, and he's, a, he's, a, he's an amazing person in the Yeshiva, and he, and he was so honest with me and so humble to say I want to change my life in a deep way. And he said to me, I said, I said to him for real, I said, I'm coming off of a high, I, I, a meeting, you know, someone who I, I respect very much and whatever, what, I'm not gonna get into my meeting with Bibi Netanyahu, but I said to myself, it doesn't pale in, in comparison to sit with you, to sit with a person who wants to work on himself, who wants to change. That's humility, someone who will, will tell me Someone will look me in the eyes and say, uh, it's humbling for me to do something that's hard for me to do, but I know I got to do it to work on myself. And, uh, who does that? 
Who would go to college? Is that what they're doing in college? Is that what a first-year college guy or a college girl in the world and the billions of people, there's six, however many billion people, how many, how many teenagers, how many 19-year-old, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, 18-year-olds are struggling to work on themselves to be happier, to be more honest with themselves, to be more real with themselves? I mean, there's a joke. I'm going to mention his name, Yaakov Munchik. Thank you, Yaakov Munchik. I came back, I came back on a high, and you would think, so I'm speaking to Yaakov Munchik. Okay, will you be Netanya? No, 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 nothing against me. Uh, I, not, I don't have shaykhs to him, but I'm saying, no. To me, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is what life's about. This is what life's about. Life's not about the public eye. Life's not about what anybody, I promise you, everyone knows this. Life is not about what anybody else thinks. It's not about what anybody else thinks, what anything else looks like. It's deep down between you and yourself. That's what humility is. Humility, as the Ramchal is going to say, humility is first internal, then it's external. You can see a guy walking around thinking he's all that. Oh, look at that Balgaiva. The guy could be the humblest guy in the world. And then you could have a guy who's sitting around walking like this, and he could be the biggest Balgaiva in the world. That's what the Ramchal is going to say. We'll, we'll talk about that. It's all internal. It begins internal. The main is v'hayisi shuffle be'enai. Hashem will help us all to be in touch with ourselves, to work, to grow, and to continue to, to take the gift that Hashem gives us and to take advantage of it as best as we can. Have a wonderful day, everybody.